is a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. place to lay your head somebody came and took your bed don't worry be happy the landlord say your rent is late he may have to litigate don't worry be happy look at me i'm happy Happy. I give you my phone number. When you worry, call me. I make you happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Ain't got no cash. Ain't got no style. Ain't got no gal to make you smile. But don't worry. Cause when you're worried, your face will frown, and that will bring everybody down. So don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Well, good evening and... Yep, this is the final show of OIZ Radio. And as if my day wasn't stressful enough, I'm broadcasting on the wrong stream. So you're not listening to WBRFM, you're listening to OIZ Radio. Um, bar for finishing this show and reloading the whole lot up, I'm just going to have to go with it. So I do hope everybody finds me and... I will see what I can do after the show to change how it looks. 
It's not a good start, is it? Anyway, as the song said, don't worry, be happy. we just got to go with the flow on this final show. Aha! Did you hear that? Go with the flow on this final show? I'm, I'm just so good. I want to say good evening to everybody in the chat room. Great to have you with us tonight. Who have we got in there already? Let me scroll down. We've got Tim Tinsley. The wonderful Tim Tinsley. We've got Annekenny. We have Sue Sutherland. We have Helen Lammy. Uh, we got Simone Robinson. we got Becky Watson. And, of course, you've got me. And it's filling up all the time. Once again, I do apologise that it's showing as being on WBRFM. That's one of the other stations that broadcasts on the... OIC radio network, but I'm sure they won't mind me borrowing this this sign for a little bit. I'll sort it out a bit later on. Right, let's get on with the show, and we're going to start with a little word from our Kath. Hi everyone, you've got Kath with a sore throat, <clears throat> and I'm just here to say it's a that bittersweet time that Orlando Infozone Radio Show celebrates its 50th episode and its last show simultaneously. I just want to say a huge thank you to Peter for presenting the radio show and Tim, of course, and it's been a wonderful privilege to be part of it. It's been a great 50 episodes. We've gone from fortnightly shows to weekly shows and from one hour to two hours and even longer. I love listening to the admin contributing clips as wide-ranging from meetup reports to park experiences how-to clips, quizzes, jokes, interviewing their kids and listening to their books. I've loved Tim's in-depth pieces and, of course, Sue's weather report every week. And who can forget Michael's takeover of the weather, which was so hilarious when Sue was on her holiday. Two uh, clips that have really stood out for me over the time were Simone's experience of buying a villa and Sam's journey of now living in Florida and making the move over there. And I really enjoyed listening to those. Of course, a big part of listening to the radio show is being in the chat room, and that supplements our experience by allowing us to chat and interact while the show plays along, and we can have lots of laughs and interaction with members and friends. So, it's sad. It's coming to an end. I've loved being part of it. But like all good things, it's time to move on on to the next thing and the podcast is going to be even better. It means we can get together, we can record things and get it out there and hopefully reach more people. So, well done Peter on a really great radio show. It'll always be there for us to look back on and who knows where it might take us in the future. So, thank you OIZ Radio, goodbye and good luck. Oh, thank you Kath for those kind words. Yes, it has been an experience. It's been fun. It's been interesting. It's been informative. And most of all, it's been friendly. And I've really enjoyed all the episodes up until today, including today, of course. But uh, aye, 50 episodes isn't bad. It's not bad at all. And who knows what the future brings. Uh, at the moment, we're just looking ahead at the uh, new podcast that's going to be starting. There'll be a couple of weeks break before we come on air with that. But it's going to be slightly different because we're going to have a few group conversations and discussions where you'll hear more than just my voice talking. We'll uh, 
be making it a little bit more relaxed and uh, yeah, you'll feel like you're sat in the living room with us all having a little chinwag. As well as some of the usual clips and news and information, of course, it's not just going to be uh, people droning on forever. There'll be a lot of the normal stuff and of course we'll have Grumpy's clips and there's going to be a lot of what we have on OIC Radio but there'll be a little bit extra. Right, I think it's time to hear from these. Dooby dooby doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby dooby doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby doo, I see you. Pretending you got a sliver. You're not fooling me, cause I can see. We shake and shiver You know we got a mystery to solve Oh, Scooby-Doo, be ready for your act Don't hold back And Scooby-Doo, if you come through You're gonna have yourself a Scooby snack Scooby-Dooby-Doo, here are you You're ready and you're willing If we can count on you, Scooby-Doo I know we'll catch that feeling Oh, yes, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, Rob Winnup's favourite, of course. Right, uh, don't forget the chat room's open. Becky Alnajar's just joined us. Uh, of course, you've got the whole list that I read out before. So, come and join us. You know how to do it. If you don't know by now, you never, ever will. Little speech bubble on your speaker player. Give it a click. Chat room opens. You join in. We have a laugh. And you listen to a great show. Right, I think it's time for the final, well, the final time on OIZ Radio anyway. Network news from our Sue. Take it away, Sue. Good evening, everyone. It's Sue Sutherland here with your network news for this evening, Thursday the 28th of March. And unfortunately, the final time I'll give you the news like this. But for one more time, we'll go into the figures. The Orlando Info Zone main page has got 21,187 members. The Orlando Info Zone Villas has got 1,509 members. Disneyland Paris Info Zone has got 1,017 members. The Orlando Info Zone Disability and ASN Group has got 149 members. The Orlando Info Zone Friends Fitness and uh, Fun Friends and Fitness page, even wrong way around still, <laughs> seven hundred and sixty-three members. The Orlando Info Zone Eats and Treats has got three hundred thirteen. The Orlando Info Zone Advertising four hundred forty, and the Radio Group has got three hundred thirty. The Twitter page has got twenty-five followers. The um, OIZ video channel on YouTube has got 39 subscribers. And last but not least, of course, we've got the um, Instagram group with 295 followers. Okay, we'll have a look at the discounts. 
as usual, we've got the Lucky Leprechaun. You get 10% discount off your whole bill when you're wearing the OIC badge. And Randy's Mobility will give you 10% off when you mention that you're in our group um, when you're hiring a scooter or a pushchair. Um, the Gateway Rentals will give you 15% off when you work the code OIZ15. Select Vacation Villas will give you 15% off with all bookings over a week or more on townhouses and villas. Fabulous Florida Villas will give you um, 10% off when you quote the code OIZ54. And the Avena Villa will give you 10% off and the code for that one is OIZ10. And then your car hire is um, carhireforyou.co.uk and they'll give you 10% off when you quote the code OIZ67. So, great stuff, hey? Um, right, okay, let's have a quick look at some of the groups and see what kind of thing's been happening. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but my um, my my Facebook still isn't working properly. It doesn't seem to let me scroll very far down on the pages. It's really annoying. But Sam Wilkes posted yesterday, and oh my goodness, M&Ms with hazelnut spread. Now, is that going to be like Nutella? Because, oh my goodness, I just keep drooling at the thought of it. I can see that six stone eye lose it creeping back on as we speak. Just the thought of it. <laughs> um, what else have we got going on? Um, okay, Disney have got their 50th anniversary coming up in the um, next couple of years. And I, I posted up a thing the other day on the network page and on the main group. Um, 10 reasons why you must visit Disney World in the next two years. Okay, so we've got uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in uh, Hollywood Studios. Um, there's the Star Wars theme hotel at also at Hollywood Studios, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, also at Hollywood Studios, and then there's the Tron themed attraction at uh, Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom Park. That looks good, doesn't it? Uh, Remy's Ratatouille um, adventure in France Pavilion in Epcot, Guardians of the Galaxy themed attraction in. Future World in Epcot, a Wonderful World of Amination in Disney's Hollywood Studios, and uh, what have we got here? New Disneyland Resorts in Walt Disney World Resort. There's a couple of resorts there. There's the New Disney Riviera and the Disney Lakeside Lodge. Is that it? Yeah, just that too, I think. And then there's all the new merchandise and everything that's going on. And I'm quite sure that there'll be heaps of that. There's uh, going to be stuff for Toy Story 4 and the new live-action versions of Dumbo, Aladdin, The Lion King, um, and, of course, the next Star Wars. So loads and loads of stuff there, brilliant stuff to um, to watch for us all. Um, what else do we need to know? Let's have a look. On the Villas group, we've been uh, struggling a little bit with the Villas group, me and the other admin, because... Um, some of the villa owners that aren't verified with us have been PMing the members. So we're actually asking that any members that do put up anything onto the villa page, if anyone PMs you, please contact one of the admin because we can't we can't say they're verified by us um, if members are going to be um, 
PM in. You know, we can't have that. We need to protect everybody. So anyway, just let us know if there's any problems and we'll jump to your aid and get to get it sorted out. Anyway, next is the Disneyland Paris Info Zone. What's happening with that this week? Oh, well, there's the, the Halloween party is uh, looking good. That's coming to Paris this year. Oh, and there's the um, something, got, something going on with Dumbo. That's on the page. Go and have a look at that. And uh, Susan Margaret's always putting up stuff on there, brilliant stuff. Um, next page is we've got the disability group. Um, disability group. Now, you've still got Linz and Andy putting up their old blogs, Ken, but this weekend we'll get a new one from Andy because he's going and hopefully he'll be able to give us lots of tips on how he travels. Everybody keep your fingers crossed that Josh, Josh manages that plane a bit better than he has done in the past. Um, but there's loads of tips on there for you if you are disabled. If you have any questions for us, pop them on. We'll try and find the information and share it with you. And the next page is the Orlando Info Zone Fun Fitness and Friends group. Now, this group is always nice and busy, and it's always such a supportive group. Lynn shares her breakfast and her recipes. She's the resident cook, I think, in there. She's always got such lovely stuff. Um... I think when we uh, win the lottery and we go to the admin villa, I think we're going to put her in charge of the food. I mean, she doesn't have to cook it. She can get someone else to do it, but she's always got such good ideas. So, <laughs> And um, Alison, she always puts some good stuff up as well. And Kath and um, Vicky and Kirsty are always doing a great job putting up loads of stuff for us to see. They're always so very supportive with the with the things they put up. Um, and if you've got any questions or you need anything, support or anything, give the guys a shout and they'll help you out. Um, and the Eat Some Treats page next. And John Newman and Gillian are uh, always helpful. And Sam posted those M&Ms. Oh, I see them on there again. Oh, yummy. Um, but Sam's, uh, Gillian's always popping up something good on there. She's got the Disney food blog, the new chocolate pastry alert in Disney World's Animal Kingdom. Oh, my goodness, guys. Go along and have a look at that. It looks absolutely delicious. Some of the food you see on there just makes me drool. <laughs> Sorry. Um, can't talk for drooling. Right, OK. On to the advertising page. Now... The advertising page has got all sorts of uh, things on there. You've got uh, car hire. Uh, they're receiving a free upgrade with the holiday car hire there, so that's on there. Um, oh, Virgin Voyages uh, has got a sale on for the, looks like they're cruises. Brilliant, always good to know. They've always got stuff on there. If you've got anything Orlando-related, pop along and pop it on there. And Brilliant, good stuff. And the uh, radio group now. There's not a lot I can say about the radio group. I'm not sure whether Peter's planning on changing that to an, the Orlando Info Pod group because obviously we're uh, not doing the radio show anymore. But what you will find on the radio group is a link to the Kenny the Pirate. Now, Kath was going to be doing this like an interview thing live on um, Sunday night there, but technical issues meant that we couldn't do it. So Kath, Kath and Bob came on and did a little bit of an introductory. And then Kenny came on and he spoke for about 55 minutes and he was absolutely brilliant. And I've listened to it for a couple of times. I recorded it for Peter. So I had to listen over it again and I just found it so informative. 
Um, if you haven't uh, haven't listened to it, go along and have a listen. It's brilliant. His uh, I'm a member of the character locator of his um, on Facebook, and I've always found it really useful. But definitely, guys, go along, have a listen. It was fantastic. I'm not sure when the next uh, live admin will be, but uh, I'm sure somebody will let you know when it comes up. Anyway, that's about it just now from me. So I will sign off again and tell you how much I love Mickey Mouse for the last time. I'm not sure what my role with the podcast will be, but I pretty much guarantee you Peter will let me know. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much, Peter, for doing these shows. We've thoroughly enjoyed them and I have enjoyed contributing to them um it's been a lot of fun and uh yeah i'm looking forward to the new adventure see what happens okay guys i'll say good night and remember i'm sue and i love mickey mouse oh yes we know you love mickey mouse don't be hanging up your microphone sue because you're going to be called into a lot of work in the new podcast one, we will still be requiring some network news. We will still be requiring some weather. But, as you found out last night when we did a trial, we are going to be doing discussions. Uh, we found a way of using Skype to record sections for the podcast where we can get lots of people involved and we can have discussions about current topics of what's going on at Disney and Universal and SeaWorld and Busch Gardens and Legoland and everything. So we could have two, three, four, five people all talking and giving our opinions on the changes and what's coming up and what's gone. So look forward to the podcast. I think it's going to be uh, different but fun. Uh, yeah, we'll miss the live chat. Of course we'll miss the live chat because it's all been part of uh, OIZ Radio. But it doesn't mean that we can't all discuss st stuff. I can always uh, start a podcast chat on the uh, OIZ group where anyone could join in and leave comments at any time. So that's a possibility. We'll find a way of talking like we always do. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for the podcast. and a little bit sad that I'm losing OIZ Radio, but we've got to go with what people want. And we've been on air for... Ooh, well over a year now uh, this is episode 50 when we started out we were getting 220-ish listeners to the show uh, we have dropped right down at the moment so hence the reason we're having to try a different angle so that is the reason why we are moving on to a podcast because there's a lot of expense involved in running a radio show and if nobody's listening, what's the point? But the ones who do listen, the ones who do contribute, have made it an absolute dream to be part of. I've I've really enjoyed doing it. I will miss it like mad. And who knows what the future brings, whether it returns in times ahead. But as it stands now, the podcast will be taking over. So we look forward to that. So, yes, Sue, thank you for all the effort you go to with the network news. Uh, it has been appreciated over all these episodes, and the same with the weather. We know it takes time and it takes effort to get all the details. So all of us, I'm sure, thank you and appreciate what you've done for OIC Radio. 
But OIZ Radio has had one constant from start to finish that everybody loves. Even the ones who hate it love it. Hee <laughs> hee.
Are you all singing it for this final time on OIZ Radio? You all say yes or I play it again. La. Yes, It's a Small World has been our theme tune from day one and it may or it may not appear in the podcast. But just so you know, it won't appear every week like it has on OIC Radio. Uh, there'll be a little bit less music over there and more chinwagging, more information, more dribble basically but it'll be interesting dribble right another of our regular regular contributors to the uh, OIZ radio show have been the Watsons and they have contributed very much very interesting content and they're going to do it again right now Hi everyone, you've got Cav, and we're on the Disney Cruise Line, cruising around the Bahamas, or the Caribbean, or Europe, or wherever you'd like to be. And so after you've spent a day very busily sunning yourself, or running around the ship, or being involved in activities, what can you do in the evening? Well, one thing not to miss is going to the Walt Disney Theatre and catching some of their stage shows. Depending on which ship you're on and which sailing you're on, they are a little bit different. But some of the best ones that I'd like to bring to you is, um, the first one I'd like to bring anyway, is called the Golden Mickeys. That's on the Disney Wonder and the Disney Dream. And we've seen this every time we've been on the ship. It's, as you'd expect, an amazing Disney show. Um, not one that you'll have seen anywhere else. The show actually starts with a pre-show, similar style to the Oscars, where um, guests are walking up the red carpet. So if you're approaching the theatre, you may be stopped by one of the cast members and interviewed, and uh, guests inside the theatre will see you on the, the big screen being interviewed. We were already sitting in there. Becky went when she was a little bit younger, and she was interviewed, and we saw her on the large screen, which she absolutely loved. And so the red carpet pre-show all comes just before we start with Rona Rivers. She's providing the on-air commentary almost live from the red carpet. So the the uh, the show, the theme of the show is um, the stage manager is left holding the fort because the um, just about to start and there's a commotion, master of ceremonies has failed to appear. So the shy stage manager called Ensign Benson has to take over and present the big show. And she she or he, depending on the cast member at the time, um, isn't very confident, doesn't feel they can do a good job. Um, and it's done then through the presentation of awards um, for Disney uh, characters or um, actors and actresses. And, it, and the story unfolds then with song and dance numbers paying homage to the magic and stories of Disney. And then 
as you'd expect in the end, this shy, retiring stage manager who is nervous to go out on stage, transforms into a confident um, presenter and where she realises anything's possible and dreams really do come true. Um, it's really, really lovely. Um, you'll see musical numbers from Tarzan, Mulan, Hundred Moon Dalmatians, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. Really lovely. Um, glitz, glamour, the Fab Five appear on stage. Um, lots of gold, fireworks and yeah, really good. Another one that we've seen every time is called Disney's Believe. And this one you will absolutely need your tissues for. Uh, it shows on the dream and the fantasy. And it's um, a musical about a workaholic father who reconnects with his daughter. Um, young teenage daughter who is into magic. And it's her birthday is not ignored but dad hasn't got any time for her you know typical modern day families where um he's not got enough time to spend with his daughter she's trying to get his attention and he's forgotten it's her birthday she makes a wish and genie comes to the rescue and then there's a whole host of disney characters which take dad um into a magical ride and remind him that childhood doesn't last forever and um, this sort of modern day fable really um, brings him to a sense that his little girl's not going to be a little girl forever and it's time to remember these, these are the times to make your memories with the with your children Disney music all the way through of course Disney characters absolutely wonderful not a dry eye in the house from all the parents who sat there with a tissue because it is just yeah reminding us all to make time for our families Really lovely. An old one that used to be on was called Villains Tonight, where the villains overtook the show. Um, generally, uh, led by, hosted by Hades from uh, Hercules. And that stopped now, which is a pity. Um, coming or just starting on the Disney Dream is Beauty and the Beast live on stage. And it's the typical Beauty and the Beast show that you would all know and love with all the Disney music. And yeah, it's. Broadway caliber style. We've yet to see it. I don't know if it'll be on the ship we're on next year, but yeah, I'm sure we'd love to see that one. Be really good. Also, not quite in the theatre, but things that you wouldn't want to miss. Pirate Night, Out on Deck, there's Mickey, Mickey Minnie, The Gang, Captain Hook, Jack Sparrow, um, where they all take over and there's an on-deck party and show for you to watch and get involved in. C Captain Hook tries to take over the ship. And of course, he's foiled, of course, by Mickey and the gang. And the Sail Away celebrations that are on board every ship, where the Fab Five came out, and there's songs and dance and celebrations as you leave Port Canaveral, if you're going from um, Florida. Time for you to see the, the, um, the gang and hear the ship's horns which play a variety of different disney music uh, when you wish upon a star it's a small world um actor's life for me yeah really good you get a you get you do get a warning that they're going to play but they're absolutely wonderful so a little roundup of the shows there there are smaller shows that go on around the ship um in the d lounge and in the in the adults area you get magicians and um 
pianists and things like that as well. But those are the major shows to look out for while you're on board ship. If you ever get the chance to go do it, if you've already done it, um, pop on the page and tell us which was your favourite, what you'd like to do, and it'd be lovely to hear from you. So, from Kath, thanks and bye for now. Oh, thank you, Kath, for that great rundown on Disney Cruise Shows. You know what? Now that you've said that they play It's a Small World on the cruise shows, I've got to get booked, haven't I? I've got to get on one of these cruises somewhere else that does It's a Small World. Eek! Happiness! Right. Let's. So, you want to hear more about our Disney Resort hotels? Well, you came to the right place. You won't believe all the magical benefits you get. With more than 20 fun hotels, you get to pick your theme. You'll find the one that's perfect for your perfect Disney dream. We'll get you so excited that you'll never want to leave. The list of things to see and do is too much to believe. It's true. When you're staying at a Disney Resort hotel, the fun never ends. There are water sports, all kinds of sorts that fill the seven seas. Restaurants for bon vivants, such fine amenities. Since your resort hotel can be so near a Disney park, you could play all day with Mickey and see fireworks at dark. You want to spend even more time in a Disney theme park? Well, listen to this. Stay right here with us and then you'll get some magic powers. Extra time inside the parks, we call it extra magic hours. These extra magic hours happen every single day. It's all complimentary and extra thank you for your stay. Hey, check this out. It's called a magic band. Another cool perk you get when you stay in a Disney Resort hotel. We'll give you each a magic band, wear it on your favorite hand. Having up the fun when you're on the run, your magic band will get it done. Just pick the color best for you. Orange, yellow, green, and blue. You can open up your door, use it at a store. You think that's cool, just wait, there's more. That's right. You can even use your magic band at our Fast Pass Plus locations. What's Fast Pass Plus, you ask? Come on, I'll show you. As a guest of a Disney Resort hotel, you get first access to FastPass Plus service up to 60 full days before you check in. Flying into Orlando Airport? Then you get to experience Disney's Magical Express service. We can pick you up with our airport bus. Drop your bags and you at your doorstep. Plus, with the drive off your mind, leave your worries behind. Transportation, it's on us. Even after you get here, take a monorail or a boat or bus. There's no fee, no charge. There's no mess, no fuss. With the drive off your mind, leave your worries behind. Transportation, it's on us. So we're all set. We hope you'll be joining us soon at a beautiful Walt Disney World Resort Hotel. Zippity doo dah, come down and play. We've got magic every night, every day. Plenty of fun times heading your way. Yes, you're gonna love this. Nothing beats a Disney Resort Hotel. It's a wonderful stay.
attention travelers, do you want to feel the Orlando, Florida experience? Is that a yes? Then look no further. Let Peter Harper, the one from Liverpool, UK, tell you all about it. Ask him questions. Join the chat right here on Spreaker.com. Oh, yes. Ask me questions, but you better be quick because this is episode 50 of the OIZ radio show, the final episode. Yes, I can see the tears running. I know you're all crying. Tears of joy that you won't have to listen to me anymore. But you know you will, because you're going to hear me on the podcast. Right, I want to thank uh, Tim Tinsley for doing last week's show, the penultimate show. He did an absolute stand-up job of uh, producing that show. And I thoroughly enjoyed sitting back and not being the one behind the mic. It does make a nice change when you can hear somebody else pulling everything together and you can put your feet up and enjoy it for once as a listener rather than a presenter. So thank you, Tim. You did a great job. Thoroughly enjoyed the show. Uh, And you're another one who's going nowhere because you're going to be a big part of the podcast. Uh, I do hope. Right, it's before the watershed, and normally I wouldn't play Mr. Grumpy, but you know what? It's the last show, it's my show, I can do what I want. If there are young children listening, or people of a sensitive nature, be aware that there may be some naughty words and a little bit of innuendo during Grumpy's clips. Nothing? too bad but just be aware it may not be squeaky clean right is grumpy and lottie day five part one grumpy middle-aged dad and lottie more adventures in orlando day five a blart fest at hollywood studios today's outfit classic sweat fest Shirt, TK Maxx Jumble Rail. Shorts, borrowed from my cousin, Chubby Doug. Socks, West Bromwich Indoor Market. I've given up on the in-room, tepid, watered, dribbling machine masquerading as a coffee maker and instead went downstairs to brave the cold and get a coffee from the convenient but terribly expensive marketplace shop. Along with a range of super calorific breakfast items such as cheesy bacon croissants, donuts and bagels with peanut butter and jam, they offer a range of Starbucks blends where just one cup is the same price as a full English breakfast at Asda in Dudley. With my hands full of stolen sachets of peanut butter and ranch dressing and my croissant tucked under my chin, I perused the coffee urns to decide which would most likely give me the quick buzz that I needed to face the busy day ahead. This is what's on offer. Veranda blend, mellow and soft. Pike place, smooth and balanced. Café Verona, roasty sweet with dark cocoa. None of them really appealed, to be honest, so I asked the shivering girl behind the till, Poppy Lou Champagne, if they had my favourite blend, Dudley Dribble. 
bitter, unbalanced, with hint of faggot. She said she didn't know, so she went and asked the guy serving the $10 croissants, Billy Bob Hunter James Jr. III. But he was new to the job, so he wasn't sure either. She then went and asked the entire backroom team, but none of Trey, Scooter, Chip, Biff or Todd could help. So in the end, I went for a fluff paradise. A soft, mellow brew with chocolate, cinnamon, marshmallows and whipped cream, topped off with melted butter and sprinkles. I've been good and I've been watching my calorie intake, so I mixed it with half and half instead of full fat cream. I used to go to school with a half and half. A very confused young person, especially when it came to changing for PE. With breakfast booty sorted, I headed back to the room to thaw out and wake up my little nugget. Even though she's 18, Lottie still sleeps like a toddler, and each morning I've woken up so far, she's been in a different position in a different part of her bed. She's been half in, half out, diagonally, diagonally across the bed, uh, upside down, and hanging off the side of her bed with her head near the carpet. As I walked into the room today, I half expected her to be asleep standing up. As it happened, she was curled up in a snuggly ball, so I gave her a little nudge and a kiss on top of her head, then lay on my bed to drink my coffee before the whipped cream melted. At that point, I managed to break my previous personal record of annoying her as she moaned at me for gulping my coffee before she'd even opened her eyes. I reckon that her and Wifey have got together before we left, so Wifey could brief her on all the things to expect to be annoyed about. I bet she's got a long list of my annoying habits to look out for, and on a daily basis, Mommy's little envoy confers with Wifey in a game of annoying dad bingo. Loud chewing. Check. Walking too slow. Check. Dad dancing. Check. Saying inappropriate things to pretty young waitresses. Check. House. Here. Anyhow, she eventually roused and we both sat up in bed, eating breakfast with the TV volume on full blast so she couldn't hear me slurping on a croissant. That takes some doing. And when we were done, started to get excited about the day ahead. This was the day we've probably been both looking forward to the most. Our first of only two days on this trip at one of Mr Disney's psycho parks. This time, Hollywood Studios. Like most fans with little sproglets, films offer an incredible way to remember your kids growing up. Each one holds a special place in yours and your child's heart, and whether you sit and watch them cuddled up on the sofa, or if they watch them alone, dancing and reenacting it in front of the telly, they become a story in themselves, just about your life and a happy time spent watching them grow up. Every character, jokey catchphrase or song has a special meaning, unique to you or to them. Each film also benchmarks a different stage in their young lives, a bit like how songs become the soundtrack to your adult life. I only have to hear a few bars of certain songs from my youth to immediately feel like a teenager, or the sound of a romantic tune to remind me of how wifey and I first fell in love. It's always Barry Manilow, obviously, but you get me point. 
The Adley storybook that played out in the background as little Sam and little Lottie grew up is Pixar. Just those five letters make me want to cry. In fact, when we came to Hollywood Studios for the first time, they did exactly that. We turned the corner and saw the big Pixar sign and both Wifey and I almost collapsed in a blubbering mess on the floor. Each fabulous, beautiful Pixar production represents a different chapter as they went from cute sproglets to mardy teenagers, and each one of the bittersweet songs provided a soundtrack to family life and times as we watched them grow up. Sam is Toy Story through and through, and it was played over and over again in our house. Totally coincidentally, Toy Story 3 was released on almost the exact same day in 2010 that Sam left primary school. So the scene with Andy going off to college and giving his toys to that little Bonnie had me and wife bubbled snot crying into our popcorn of the Dudley cinema. Now Lottie, Lottie is finding Nemo and she was just five when it was released. It's quite remarkable how Lottie has gone on to match the character of little Nemo. Dogged, determined, single-minded and prepared to fight for everything. The storyline matches her life too, how we nearly lost her when she was really little, how we had to battle against all odds to keep her alive and how happy and thankful we are now that we're all together. With this in mind, I know I'm going to cry when I take my little Nemo to the new Toy Story Land for the first time. And that's where we'll leave this exciting episode, listeners. Join me in part two for more total nonsense and to hear me cry like a big baby. Now, let's head back to Peter Harper in the studio. Grumpy out. <laughs> oh, he's batty as a fruitcake. That's why we all love Grumpy. Grumpy tonight is actually doing a stand-up show. Uh, so we wish him all the best with that and hope it gets everybody giggling like he gets us giggling. I'm sure he will. I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. And I look forward to hearing reports on how it went when it's all over. You will hear from Grumpy again very shortly. But in the meantime, Mr Tinsley put a song in our heads last week because we have a group that we started for a laugh and it's all Joe Elwell's fault. Uh, You'd have to go and look for the group if you wanted to see why it's Joe's fault. But it's a beaver group. It's a group all about beavers. It's that wonderful a group. I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) But anyway, Tim gave us a song last week that he had found to help everybody who loves the beavers. And this one's called Two Beavers Are Better Than One. And it's by people called Robin Sparkles featuring Jessica Glitter. That should tell you everything. Share my 
ice cream cone We'll lick it side by side And deep inside you'll know before the day is done Hey Beaver, it's true It's true I do believe a new So let's go do what hungry beavers do. It will taste so good. We'll gobble wood and have ourselves some damn good fun. Two beavers are better than one. are better than one They're twice the fun Ask anyone A second beaver can be second to none Two beavers are better than one Da 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 We'll share a root beer float And learn about how friendship weighs a metric ton Everybody! Two beavers are better than one Two beavers are better than one They're twice the fun Second beaver can be second to none. Two beavers are better than one. Two beavers are better than one. Yes, two beavers are better than one. If you want to find what group that all sprang from, go on Facebook and look for Odd Insane Zombie Beaver Lovers Unite. And if you think it's absolutely batty as a fruitcake for anybody being part of that group or even setting that group up, send your thanks to Joe Elwell. I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Anyway, that had absolutely nothing to do with Orlando, but I just felt like putting it in. <sighs> After that insane, mad song, we better get back to another insane, mad person. Yeah, it's Grumpy. Day five, part two. Grumpy middle-aged dad and Lottie. More adventures in Orlando. Day five. A blart fest at Hollywood Studios. 
continued. You join me halfway through our fifth day and Lottie and I are just about to head off to Hollywood Studios and the new Toy Story Land. I've got my hanky ready because I know I'm going to cry. Hope you have as well. Ready? Good. Let's go. So, bearing in mind that my kids have sort of grown up with the Pixar films, I was expecting to be a bit upset when we reached Toy Story Land for the very first time. I actually thought that I might cry. And I did. Like a baby. It was a total and utter blart fest. And got added to the list of annoying things Dad does that Lottie can call home and tell her mum all about. Starts to cry and tries to hug me as soon as he sees Mr Potato Head. Check! I cried all the way round as Lottie grew even more disgusted with me and warned me that she'd go off alone if I didn't stop embarrassing and taking pictures. I managed to compose myself by standing in a two and a half hour hot queue for the new slinky dog ride. Yeah, there's nothing better to snap your back into hot reality than sweating your cobs off, bored stiff, while you shuffle along waiting for your turn. It was torture. And all that just to ride a dog? It'd take just 20 minutes, or two WKDs, in West Bromwich Weatherspoons. <laughs> we did the other rides, Alien Encounters and Toy Story Mania, and spent a while just strolling around, taking it all in. The place is well designed and there's interesting stuff and photo opportunities everywhere. There's loads of character meet and greets too, and you can tell when Woody's turned up because there's a mad rush to get to the front of the queue. A bit like when it's packed at Aldi and they've just opened a new till. For me, the highlight of Toy Story Land was undoubtedly the green soldiers who are utterly, utterly brilliant. Not only do they look incredible, but they are genuinely funny, chatting away with the crowd and acting daft. They play silly games, dance and stick around for ages having their photos taken with adoring kids. It really was a wonderful morning. But the rest of the park was calling and I decided to eat elsewhere as I didn't fancy the thought of chewing down on Woody's lunchbox. So I spent hours and hours having great fun with my little Nemo and we managed to do everything in the entire park. Every ride and every show. I cried as often as Lottie would let me. She allowed me to sniffle during the Beauty and the Beast stage show and blart like a baby when we sang Let It Goo in Sing Alunga Frozen. I didn't cry, but I found myself in a sweet moment and became totally overcome with love and emotion during The Little Mermaid, all the time with Lottie looking at me in disgust and telling me not to make it all weird as usual. Continuing the theme of my Z celebrity status, absolutely no one spotted me at all today. I've come to realise that I'm about as popular as a trump in a wetsuit. Although, for those observant listeners, we did bump into, on this day, uh, Kath Watson, Ali Wu, Amanda Graham, and obviously Bob Watson, and Becky, and Charlie, and it was wonderful. Um, checks in the post for all that, all those mentions, Kath. 
Um, today was also our first experience of huge, and I mean huge, volumes of people. An increasingly annoying phenomenon, which does seem to have got a whole load worse in recent years in Disney parks. Right, warning, grumpy rant on the way. Is it me, or are some people so stupid they don't know how to walk straight? I mean, come on folks, it ain't difficult to simply walk in a straight line from the point you started at to the point you want to get to somewhere in the distance. What's with the meandering? I don't get it. So many times today we'd see someone come toddling towards us, then inexplicably change direction to cut across our path, completely knocking you off and out of your stride. <coughs> or, and this is even worse, some dope idiot who's walking in front of you, inexplicably and without warning, coming to a sudden dead stop in front of you, causing you to stumble and spill your souvenir, let it go, lemonade slushy. And, oh my God, oh my God, pushchairs. When did it become a thing that pushchairs had to be the size of a gypsy caravan? When did they start selling buggies that have the extra big wheels, extended undercarriages with added storage trays, built-in fans, sunshades and really long handlebars to hang more souvenir tat on? And why does the pushing parent always get an urge to go suddenly and instantly sideways across a crowd? Ah! Busy restaurants are worst. So many times I've seen a bad-tempered military mom use the pushchair as an excuse, stroke battering ram, just to blast her way into or out of a busy restaurant, busting people's ankles up, knocking tables over and generally causing mayhem as she stubbornly tries to manoeuvre a buggy the size of a small potting shed on wheels through a two-foot gap, all the while saying, Furry! Furry! She ain't sorry at all. That's just venting, that is. The cry of, fr- of, sh- the cry of a frustrated mom that's been saddled with a frustrating responsibility of pushing the buggy knowing that everyone is looking at her with judgy eyes. The size of these things is getting ridiculous, though. Surely to God, no babby or toddler ever needs that much stuff. You can go in for a day in a theme park. You ain't going on an expedition in search of a lost tribe in a Brazilian jungle. I'll tell you this story. We were getting ready to watch the parade here last time, and just as it approached, the crowds were being shooed out of the way. You know how they put the rope up? One posh stroller being hurriedly pushed by a military mom was packed to the hilt with Disney tat. It was so big and brightly lit with plasticky, annoying neon, pieces of crap all over it, it ended up in the Disney parade by accident. The mom and her entire family got sandwiched in between Moana's float and a gang of camp body-popping stormtroopers. Completely trapped, they decided to just go with the flow, so styled it out. The dad shuffling along with his best snake-hipped helicopter pilot dance, while the kids flossed and the mom did the conga behind the caravan-sized stroller all the way down Hollywood Boulevard. I can feel another disgruntled of Dudley letter coming on here. 
I'm going to write to Mr Disney and suggest he limits the number of kids allowed in and bans strollers altogether. Or, ah, this is a good idea, make it so you have to pay by size. He could make loads of money from that, because I bet he's short of a bob or two. But he's got to pay for that Star Wars land somehow, eh? We ended the day with a stroll down memory lane by catching a boat through an alligator-infested pond and headed off to the beach club, otherwise known as Mr Disney's retirement home for the financially retarded. I'm happy to report that since we stayed here last year, it hasn't changed one bit. The smell of cabbage and wee pervades the air while rich Americans spend $300 on a steak. Lovely stuff. Lottie and I sat in the beach club lobby and waited a while to get a caricature of the two of us together, which was eventually turned into the front cover of my best-selling book, available at www.grumpymad.co.uk. Happy with the result of the caricature, we headed out to the warm Florida night and took our time meandering around the boardwalk, eventually settling for some scoff at the ESPN sports bar. Lottie had a healthy chicken salad and I had the biggest burger I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm trying to watch what I eat, so I asked them to leave the tomato out and swapped it for cheese, which seems about right in terms of calories. We jumped in a cab back to the Hard Rock Hotel and made it back just in time for a $15 gin and tonic. Lottie was pooped so headed off to bed, so I sat like a lonesome cowboy in the bar and watched a young, handsome guy in a Stetson and tight jeans sing some good old country and western tunes about his dog running off and catching his missus in bed with his dad. And then I went off to bed depressed. Join me next time for some more grumpy adventures in Orlando. Grumpy out. ta Oh, thank you, Grumpy, yet again. So that was day five, part two. And for those who are worrying that they're not going to hear Grumpy continue to read his book, have no fear, he will be on the podcast. So you're not going to miss out. It will be continued on there. Right. I think Grumpy's had a word with Disney. Because he was going on about the size of strollers. And funnily enough, today Disney announced that they were going to regulate the size of strollers in the parks with measurements of the largest size that they can be. Also, they're going to make the parks smoke-free. All the smoking zones will be removed from the 1st of May and the only place you can smoke is in smoking zones just outside the parks. So that's another well, if you're a smoker, it's a disaster for you. As an ex-smoker, it's... Yeah. I can see both sides of it. I can see the non-smoker's side, who go, Oh no, we don't want any of that disgusting, bad health stuff. And I can see the smoker's side, who go, But I enjoy smoking. I'm not doing it to kill people, I'm doing it because I like it. And I'm addicted to it. Speaking of somebody who's given up... Or, what are we on now? January, February, March. Ooh, 15 months I've been a non-smoker. Although I do still use one of them vapey things. But even they're banned from the park, so it's a good job I'm not going this year. Anyway, 
I'm sure it'll bring up lots of discussions and arguments, and but not in our groups, because any arguments will be snapped out. I don't mind discussions. Discussions are good. Right, I'm waffling a load of old tripe now. Right, for the last time on OIZ Radio, here's another little bit of Grumpy. Hello, it's Grumpy here again. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to Peter Harper for presenting this uh, radio show. Um, It's the last one tonight, which is pretty sad um, because Peter's put his heart and soul into this. Um, And it's been great fun, especially for me. I've loved it. I've loved every minute. Um, And the live chat and the banter with the team and the members of the group. Absolutely loved it. But all good things must come to an end. And hopefully, onwards and upwards with the OIZ podcast. So it'll all be the same kind of stuff. It just won't be live. Um, God willing, I'll also be on there as well. And I shall be reading out chapters in my book and other random nonsense. So please make sure that you tune in to the new OIZ podcast when Peter puts it on. And once again, I'd like to say massive thanks to Peter and to Tim, who's stood in as well, and the rest of the gang who've made this experience of being on the radio absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Grumpy out. Toodorabit. Toodorabit. Yep, that was the last time you'll hear Grumpy on OIZ Radio, unless you listen to the repeats, of course, uh, on the on-demand shows. But thank you, Michael Hadley, for them kind words. Much appreciated. Uh, Without the listeners, without the people who send clips in, without the likes of Tim and the likes of Michael and Kath and everybody else, the show wouldn't have been as good and wouldn't have been as much fun as it has been over the years. the last however long it is and i just heartfelt thanks to everybody who's helped make it into such a great place just for those who are interested if you want to hear about beavers and the history of the beavers group joe has entered the chat room so throw your questions over to joe and i'm sure she'll be only too happy to talk about beavers right another part of the show has been that all the admin on Orlando Infozone are alcoholics who like a cocktail or two. So they had to have their own theme tune. And for quite a long time now, it's been this. Getting paid by the hour and older by the minute. My boss just pushed me over the limit. I'd like to call him something. I think I'll just call it a day. Pour me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. This lunch break is gonna take all afternoon. 
tonight Tomorrow morning I know they'll be held to pay Hey, but that's all right I ain't had a day off now In over a year My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here If the phone's for me You can tell them I just sailed away Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere Funny you should ask, Alan. <laughs> I'd say, oh, me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Oh, me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. What time zone am I on? What country am I in? It doesn't matter. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's always on five in Margaritaville, come to think of it. Yeah, I heard that. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've seen your boat there. I've been to Margaritaville a few times. All right. Well, that's good. Stumble my way back. Okay. Well, we just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. <laughs> between the buoys. I got it. All right. Well, it's five o'clock. Let's go somewhere. I'm ready. Crack it up. Let's get out of here. I'm gone. For the last time on OIC Radio, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yes, all the drunks in the OIC admin team were singing along to that one because, yeah, that's what they do. Right, you're listening to OIC Radio, episode 50, the final show with me, Peter Harper. And we are broadcasting live from Dundee in Bonnie, Scotland. Don't ask me what accent that was, I've no idea. And for the last time on OIC Radio, is our Sue with the weather for the coming week. Good evening everyone, it's Sue Sutherland here with your weather for Thursday the 28th of March and the OIC Network's final radio show. Very sad to see it going, but... On the other side of me, I'm off, awful happy and excited about the new podcasts. Anyway, let's crack on with the weather for you and we'll start with Friday the 29th. And we've got 26 degrees with a real feel of 28 degrees. It's going to be mostly sunny and it's going to feel comfortable. We've got zero millimetres of rainfall and 23% cloud cover. 
At night we've got 14 degrees with a real feel of 13 degrees, patch clouds and 0 millimetres of rainfall and 32% cloud cover. On Saturday the 30th of March we've got 28 degrees with a real feel of 32 degrees. It's going to be partly sunny and pleasant. 0 millimetres of rainfall and 43% cloud cover. At night we've got 15 degrees with a real feel of 14 degrees, 0 millimetres of rainfall and 9% cloud cover. On Sunday the 31st of August, no, August, gee whiz, I kind of jumped away there, did I? Sunday the 31st of March, we've got 30 degrees with a real feel of 32 degrees, we've got times of cloud and sun. 0 millimetres of rainfall and 65% cloud cover. At night we've got 17 degrees, it's going to feel like 17 degrees. A shower in places this evening and otherwise mostly cloudy. Got 0.0 millimetres of rainfall and 82% cloud cover. On Monday the 1st of April, this is not an April Fool, We've got 25 degrees, with a real feel of 26 degrees, times of cloud and sun, but it's not going to feel as warm. Maybe it is an April Fool. <laughs> Zero millimetres of rainfall and 70% cloud cover. At night we've got 17 degrees, with a real feel of 14 degrees, cloudy rain and drizzle later. 2.7 millimetres of rainfall and 97% cloud cover. So that's like almost total, isn't it? It's a lot of cloud. On Tuesday, the 2nd of April, we've got uh, 25 degrees. It's going to be mostly cloudy. Sorry, hold on. 25 degrees with a real feel of 24. Then it's going to be mostly cloudy and a couple of showers and a thunderstorm possible, but it's not going to feel as warm. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 94% cloud cover, so still really cloudy. But still wear your sunblock, guys, because you know the sun can still burn through that clouds. At night, we've got 10 degrees with a real feel of 11 degrees. That is chilly, is it? Zero millimetres of rainfall and only 21% cloud cover. Hopefully that means it's clearing up. And then Wednesday the 3rd of April we have got 28 degrees with a real feel of 28 degrees. It's going to be mostly sunny, 0 millimetres of rainfall and 12% cloud cover. At night we've got 12 degrees with a real feel of 11 degrees, 0 millimetres of rainfall and 15% cloud cover. On Thursday our last day for this week's weather forecast and indeed our last day for the whole show. Thursday the 4th of April. We've got 27 degrees with a real feel of 26 degrees. Mostly cloudy. Zero millimetres of rainfall and 76% cloud cover. At night, our final evening. We've got 15 degrees with a real feel of 13 degrees. It's going to be mostly cloudy and a little rain late. Zero point 8 millimetres of rainfall tonight and 68% cloud cover. Okay guys, that concludes the weather forecast for this week of the 28th of March and the final show. 
I hope you're all enjoying the last show tonight. I know I will be. And um, everyone's chatting away in the chat room, I'm sure. But that's me feeling a little bit sad that that's our last one. But we'll catch up with you later, I'm sure. Bye for now. I'm Sue. And remember, I love Mickey Mouse. Oh, thank you, Sue. And have no fear, Sue will be back with the weather on the future podcast so you won't miss out on listening to Sue's dulcet tones at all. Hello, Simone from Orlando Infozone Admin here. Would you like the space and luxury of staying in a villa for your Orlando holiday rather than crowding all of your family into a hotel room? Are you worried about booking through a travel agent and not liking the allocation on arrival villa that you end up with? Well then, join Orlando Infozone Villas, where you will find a wide range of over 50 beautiful villas and townhouses. All of these have had their ownership and licences verified by our admin team to give you extra peace of mind. Browse the adverts at your leisure or post your own specific requirements for owners to respond to you. Even better, you can book directly with the owner and avoid paying third-party service charges. Some of our owners even offer a discount to Orlando Infozone members. So don't delay, join Orlando Infozone Villas today and find your next dream vacation stay. Oh yes, thank you Simone. Uh, a great group. A lot of effort going into that group to make sure that all villas are verified and checked. So you can book with confidence and if you have any queries or you've got a villa yourself that you want to post please go to the group read the rules read how to lay your post out and the girls there will be only too happy to assist you in any way they can right i think it's time for another little bit of music this one is a live performance of the lion sleeps tonight by the tokens How we move it, 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 how we move it,
yes, a great live performance of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. As with all music played on OIZ Radio, it is here for evaluation purposes only and we make no claim on copyright or ownership of any of the music at all. Right, I want to say a very good evening to Susan Garden and her friends and her friend's husband who are all sat together listening to the show. Hello! Nice to have you to come and join us. I nearly put my teeth out then. Right. We have had some brilliant clips from Mr. Tin Tinsley in the past. Uh, as well as Tim doing the shows, he always gives us informative, interesting clips. And this is no exception. And uh, Do you want me to tell you what it's about? No, more than my life's worth, Tim would go ballistic. Let Tim tell you. Good evening, Mayor Peter. Tonight, I'm going to continue my series of in-depth studies of the key attractions around Disney parks. This is my last one for the OIZ radio show, but hopefully you'll hear some more on the podcast when they come. The other week, I covered Carousel of Progress, Tonight, let's see if I can give you a guess from a second or two of music. Yes, it's Haunted Mansion, one of my daughter's favourite attractions and also one of mine. It's a must-do for us on a family trip to Disneyland or Disney World. Haunted Mansion is one of the original attractions at Magic Kingdom, opening when the park did on the 1st of October 1971 and is part of Liberty Square. You will find great views of the house or mansion from a number of locations around that area, especially over at Tom Sawyer's Island. The Disneyland version was due to be part of the opening lineup at the park, but wasn't. It was heavily delayed due to Disney's involvement in the New York World Fair in 1964 and an attraction redesign after Walt's death in 1966. You'll also find the same attraction in Tokyo, which opened in 1983, along with two further inspired by the attraction. One is in Disneyland Paris, known as Phantom Manor, and one is in Hong Kong Disneyland called Mystic Manor. During the production and assembly of the props and audio and anatomics for Disneyland's Haunted Mansion, duplicates of everything were made for the Walt Disney version. It was decided that the Florida version of the attraction would be just slightly larger and a bit more elaborate than the Californian counterpart. And because of the ample space within the parks, the attraction show building is much larger and not restricted by any of the railroad structure. The mansion itself for both versions is largely inspired by the Shipley Lydeck House in Baltimore, Maryland, and is in a Dutch Gothic revival style, whatever that is. In 2007, a rehaunting was completed. This included a variety of updates, including foyer portraits, new sound, visual and audio effects in the stretching rooms, and an endless staircase scene, which replaced two rather rubbery spiders. In March 2011, a new interactive queue area was debuted, which included new crypts and tombstones honouring Imagineers. However, you should note that the fast pass line skips this entire queue area altogether and leads guests straight to the foyer doors. So if you want to experience any of this interactive queue area, you should head to the attraction at a quiet time and enjoy it.
Entering the queue area through a pair of ornate gates, guests find themselves in the mansion's well-tended gardens and courtyards. Stepping onto the porch, guests are admitted inside a mansion through a doorway on a far right of the house into the foyer. Lit by a large flickering cobweb-covered chandelier and surrounded by lights. It's been known for celebrities to be host opening the door, including Whoopi Goldberg, so keep an eye out, you might get lucky. In the foyer, a narrator sets the tone of the attraction with a short opening monologue, accompanied by a funeral march of a variation of grim greening ghosts. When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. A pair of sliding doors opens to one of two similar octagonal rooms. The narrator teasingly welcomes the guests, referring them as foolish mortals, and introduces himself as the ghost host, who will take them on a tour of the haunted mansion. This room contains four paintings, one on each wall, each depicting a person from the chest up. As the ghost host delivers his spiel, the room begins to stretch vertically. The visible extent of the upper wall increases and portrait frames appear to elongate, revealing the grim fate of the previous residents. There is here a little difference between the Disneyland and the Disney World version. In Disneyland, the bulk of the ride is actually below ground level, so the stretching room acts as an elevator, luring guests down to the ride. In Disney World, the ride is housed in a hidden building behind the facade you see from the queue area. Since there's no need for an elevator, all that happens is the ceiling goes up. The painting humorously depicts macabre situations. For example, one of the pictures is a middle-aged bearded man holding a document. Could, these, could this be Mr Grumpy with his book? As the ghost host challenges guests to find a way out of this seamlessly windowless and doorless chamber, he concludes his speech with, Of course... There's always my way. As the chamber is relit, a wall opens, allowing guests to enter the load area. If you've got things right, you should have stood under the pitch with the woman with the parasol, as this is where the door opens. You then board the Doom Buggies, accompanied by the ghost host, who lowers the safety bar and provides a safety spiel. Do not pull down on the safety bar, please. I will lower it for you. And heed this warning. The spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. The Doom Buggies are designed for three people. And this was chosen so they were small, but still had a decent ride capacity. With the rotation, the Imagineers were able to control what the guests see. The Doom Buggies start by passing down a corridor of pictures, and these change when the lightning flashes. You then move into the library, where marble busts of the world's most famous ghostwriters watch the Doom Buggies go past. Like many effects in the Haunted Mansion, this one is surprisingly low-tech. 
You have reverse impressions of their faces that, when correctly lit, give the illusion of a normal stature that seems to turn its head and watch each rider go by. Next is the harpsichord, and then a room filled with staircases that are upside down. A seemingly endless hallway, which halfway down, the, halfway down has a candelabra floating eerily, and there is a chair on the left with an image of Donald Duck. This all builds suspense before the main rooms. Turning away from the endless hallway, guests travel past a glass conservatory filled with dead, withering plants and flowers. In the middle of the room is a coffin accompanied by a restless guest, plaintively waiting for somebody to let me out. The doom buggies continue down a corridor of doors. Knockers and handles are moved by unseen hands and some doors appear to be breathing. A demonic grandfather cock chimes 13 as its hands spin counterclockwise and the shadow of a claw passes over it. Guests now enter a dark seance room full of floating objects. Madame Leota, a medium whose disemboweled head appears within a misty crystal ball with blue hair, summons the mansion's spirits. Levitating mysteriously above a table littered with tarot cards and a wispy green spirit moves off into the corner of the room. Floating objects and instruments respond in turn before exiting the seance circle. After leaving the seance circle, guests move along a balcony overlooking a birthday party taking place in a grand hall with a numbers of ghosts dancing and reveling. An elderly ghost is seen rocking back and forth in a chair, a book in her lap. Yes, if you look closely, this is Granny from Carousel of Progress. Many ghosts have gathered around a dining table where a ghost is blowing out candles on a birthday cake. There are 13 candles on this cake. A number of elegantly dressed couples are seen below, waltzing to a discordant version of the attractions theme song played on the pipe organ, and this is Captain Nemo's organ set piece from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, by a ghostly gentleman wearing a top hat, while banshees float out of the pipes. The doom buggies then proceed to the attic, an irregular-shaped room cluttered with gifts, personal items, mementos and wedding portraits. In each portrait, the same bride is seen with a different groom, whose head disappears only to reappear a moment later. With each successive photograph, the bride gains another string of pearls. The sound of a beating heart fills the room, and a shadowy spirit plays a grim version of the bridal chorus on an old harpsichord. Just before the doom buggies escape the attic, the ghost of the bride from the pictures, Constant Hatchaway, is encountered. Shrouded in cool blue light, and uttering words reciting the traditional wedding vows. Here comes the bride, as long as we both shall live, for better or for hurst, I do, I did, in sickness and in wealth, you may now kiss the bride, we'll live happily ever after, till death do us part. As she raises her arm, a hatchet appears and disappears in her hand between vows, Given that her maiden name is Hatchaway, she has chosen an apt weapon to dispatch her husband's to be. Look for a portrait of Constance with husband number four. This is Reginald, is sitting in the same style of chair as Captain Jack Sparrow sits in during the treasure scene of the end of Pirates of the Caribbean. 
The doom buggies drift out of the attic window and onto the balcony, turn around and tip backwards down a grade, surrounded by dark, ghoulish trees with knotted expression. The doom buggies then reach the ground and turn towards the gate of the graveyard, the main part of the ride. There stands a caretaker and his dog, the attraction's only living characters. The caretaker's cower in fright, an expression of terror on his face, while his emaciated dog whines and whimpers. Around the corner, a ghostly band plays a jazzy rendition of grim, grinning ghosts as a family of cat and two owls join in harmony. Ghouls pop up from behind tombstones, a king and queen balance on a seesaw, and a hellhound howls from behind guests. The doom buggies travel down a hill and turn to see five expressionless haunts as busts singing grim, grinning ghosts in a barbershop harmony. One of these actually has the voice of Thurl Ravenscroft, who was also the voice of Tony the Tiger in the Kellogg's adverts. Next, guests encounter a ghostly teen party surrounding a hearse stuck in the mud. A bony arm protrudes from the crypt with a wine glass in its hand, while banshees ride bicycles in the distance. An Egyptian mummy sits up in a sarcophagus holding a cup of tea and singing along, while the ghost of a wise old man from the Renaissance periods holds an ear trumpet to his ear in an attempt to make the muffled words of the mummy. The doom buggy then turn and pass a group of singing ghosts, an operatic pair, a decapitated knight, a mass executioner and a prisoner, all standing in front of a series of crypts, a bony arm holding a trowel protruding from a partially walled up grip, is accompanied attempt it's, it's accompaniment attempting to finish the job. As the doom buggies approach the entrance of a large crypt, the ghost host speaks one final time. If you would like to join our Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> they have selected you to fill our quota. Entering the Hall of Mirrors, the Doom Buggies pass a group of three ghosts thumbing for a ride. Around the corner, in large ornamental framed mirrors, the guests see one of the ghosts from the trio in the carriage with them. While passing through the Hall of Mirrors, the same singing bus from, from the spirits in the graveyard scene sing a sombre tune in the background while guests proceed to the exit. As you're leaving Haunted Mansion, there's a small pet cemetery off to your left. If you look way in the back, you notice one of the gravestones, says Mr. Toad. The Disney World version of Mr. Toad's Wild Rides would closed and reworked into the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, so the repurposed Toad figure is a tribute to the lost ride with a poem on the stone that says, Here lies Mr. Toad, sad but true, far less popular than Pooh. Tim out. Oh, Tim, that was absolutely brilliant. A great rundown on the Haunted Mansion. And as Joe was saying in the chat room, it is a really good ride. It's a good one if you want to wind down or if you want to cool off. You know, it's an interesting, comfortable, fun... Yeah. What's the word for I'm trying to think of a word... Uh... No, it's gone. It's just a great ride to go in 
and relax and wind down after a, a few hours in the sun it gets you there right you haven't heard the last of timbo timbo will be a big part of the podcast so don't be thinking you're, you're going to miss his uh, in-depth reviews on different things because they will carry on is mr scooby still in the chat room and the scoobies because they missed it before and asked if i'd play it again so it's the last show why not here it is again <laughs> Where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby Doo, I see you. Pretending you got a sliver. You're not fooling me, cause I can see the way you shake and shiver. You know we got a mystery to solve. Scooby Doo. Good evening, Peter. As this is the last OIZ radio show for a while before we move on to a podcasting platform, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being there and playing music and clips and entertainment over the last 49 episodes. And thanks for letting me being a small part of it, putting up with my clips and letting me take the reins for the odd show. Really appreciated it. This has definitely been my happy place. When there's someone by your side to sing, life's a happy song. When there's someone by your side to sing along. Oh, thank you, Tim, for them kind words. Uh, yeah, it, this is really sad for me that OIZ Radio is closing because I do enjoy it so much. And I know you enjoy taking your part in the show and doing the occasional show it's uh it is sad and i will miss it immensely if for nothing else i'll miss the chat room i'll miss the banter but we'll find another way of doing it along with the podcast um yeah <clears throat> thank you to everybody who's uh said they've enjoyed the show over the last few months uh I'm so glad that it's brought information and happiness to some people and it's been of some benefit. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, for your good wishes.
why, but I've always loved the idea of summer and sun and all things hot. Really? I'm guessing you don't have much experience with heat. Nope. But sometimes I like to close my eyes and imagine what it'd be like when summer does come. <sighs> Bees the buzz, kids will blow dandelion fuzz, and I'll be doing whatever snow does in summer. In my hand, my snow up against the burning sand, probably getting gorgeously tanned in summer. I'll finally see a summer breeze blow away a winter storm, and find out what happens to solid water when it gets warm. And I can't wait to see what my buddies all think of me. Just imagine how much cooler I'll be in summer. The hot and the cold are both so intense. Put them together, it just makes sense. Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be a happy snowman. When life gets rough, I like to hold on to my dream of relaxing in the summer sun, just letting off steam. Oh, the sky will be blue, and you guys will be there too. When I finally do what frozen things do in summer, I'm gonna tell him. Don't you dare! In summer. Oh yes, there's a bit of Olaf reminding us that summer's coming up. And lots and lots of us have great trips booked for Orlando. And the summer sun over there is going to be absolutely marvellous. Right, do you want to hear about Castaway K? Here's a Watson special. Hi everyone, you've got Kath. And even though spring is sprung a little bit here in South Wales, it's not quite warm enough for me. So I'm going to take you over to Florida, hop on Disney Cruise Line and take you out into the Bahamas to Disney's private island called Castaway Key. Absolutely beautiful bit of paradise out there in um, the Bahamas. And if you are lucky enough to book on Disney Cruise Line ship and the weather's with you, the morning you wake up at Castaway Key, if you have a veranda, you might be looking out over that tropical paradise. It's Disney's own private island. It's 100 acres of uninhabited, beautiful paradise. Although some cast members do live on the island just to keep um, keep it maintained and keep it running. But generally the staff on board ship get off and maintain the island whilst we're all out playing, if you like. They're still working. So Disney's private island, as you'd expect, it is furnished to Disney's high standards. First of all, if you're feeling very energetic, you can get off early and do Disney's 5K around the island. Um, very, very popular and becoming more so. Um, if Bob couldn't tell you the route, if uh, you'd like to know what that is, you just sign up prior to the run and then you there's an agreed place to meet and Disney cast members take you off and set you off. And once you finish the cross, the finishing line, you get your, your completers medal. We do have a few of those stacked around nicely. 
Uh, for those less energetic people, there are plenty of places to relax and enjoy the beautiful Caribbean sunshine. If you don't mind walking, you as soon as you get off the ship, you, you can walk up to one of the beaches or if you prefer, there's a little land train that you can climb on by the post office. Before you get onto the little land train, you might want to meet one of the characters. It's often Stitch, who meets just off the ship. Um, there's a post office where you can post your postcards home. And you have usually a photographer as well that captures you and your family with the ship in the background. So you have a variety of beaches. There's a huge white expanse of family beach. Um, safe uh, it's been um, sort of reefed off if you like so that um, the, the party is very safe with no um, unwanted sea life getting in should we say like uh, sharks and things like that um, very safe to swim in it's lifeguards on duty and then also out in the actual sea itself is um, a play place for the kids where they can swing and jump off and fall in and do all those sorts of things on that family beach there. You can rent a cabana for the day. You have to be pretty quick because platinum guests and gold guests book them up as soon as they become available. And they are like gold as they cost hundreds of dollars. But um, you have your own sort of little um, cabin, if you like, with a veranda which comes stocked with a fridge, um, towels, fruit, things like that. So for some people it's a godsend, for others not so much. just depends on your budget and your preference. There's a dock where you can go parasailing, fishing, charters and more. You can book those things sort of on ship and then uh, your party will meet and take you out and do things like that. You can hire a boat. Um, for the kids there's uh, Castaways Ray Stings Sting Adventure and Monstro's Point where there's a whale dig site to keep them occupied. Um, Favourite for ours is Gill and Finn's boats um, where you can rent snorkels, tubes and floats seeing as we all spend so much time in the water. I think that's a pretty good idea. We usually have noodles and um, tubes where we go floating around and just relaxing and enjoying the water. Our kids as well really, well particularly Becky, enjoy the snorkeling lagoon and you can hire flippers and snorkel mask and there's a almost like a, a mapped out route for you to go snorkeling around the deeper you go the more fish you'll see and the better you'll see it um don't be like becky though and leave it to the last minute we were on shore yelling at her hurry up bex come on get back we need to get back on board ship <laughs> she only got left behind in the bahamas but i think that was a, a ploy on her part to stay there for your teenagers and those energetic ones, again, you've got um, basketball and ping pong and games to keep them social and entertained. And uh, there's a teens only place called the hideout, which if they're in the vibe, they can go with their counsellors and make the most of that as well. It's too cool to be seen with mum and dad for sure. So, you know, they get to do their own thing. You can rent a bike and go and explore the island that way. Again, if you're feeling very... Uh, adventurous and energetic and you can also play volleyball or soccer or a wide variety of beach games as well. Um, you can book a massage cabana, I've done that before and you can um, 
hear the lapping of the waves while you're getting a back shoulder and neck massage. I mean, if you're not already relaxed before you have your massage, you're certainly going to be afterwards. Absolutely wonderful. And if you really like to relax out and you're all adults in your party, head on up to Serenity Bay, which is a beach area that's just for the adults aged 18 years and over. We're lucky enough now that Becky and Charlie are both over 18, so last time we went up, you probably will need the land train because it's the furthest point on the island there. And it is just perfect. All you can hear is the gentle lapping of the waves, the sea is crystal clear, beautiful fish swimming in the sea. You can pull your chair up and sit on the water's edge. Uh, just off the beach is the barbecue. Go up and help yourself to drinks and food and ice creams and then just relax in the sun or on a hammock with your book. And yeah, I tell you what, that's just pretty much paradise for me. Absolutely wonderful. While we're talking about food as well, you've got some uh, for the main at the main beach in the family beach. You've got cookies barbecue where you'll get things like chicken and ribs and fish all cooked, um, salad and chips, crisps, um, bread, all the sorts of things you'd expect on a barbecue. Um, and you can eat as much as you want, of course. And up at the Serenity Bay one, a um, bit different. I think there's a, a better range of food for the adults. It certainly felt like that last time we were there, for sure. There is a bar there. You have to pay extra for alcoholic drinks. Um, but there is the sand bar where you can get um, cocktails and beer and the castaway air bar as well. Of course, being Disney, you end up at the gift shop. Uh, she's got, she sells, not she, seashells, but everything else. And by the seashore, um, where you can buy t-shirts and sunglasses and buckets and spades and magnets and anything that you would expect from a typical kind of seasidey shop. So, fancy day at Castaway Key? You'll need your Factor 50 for sure. I'll reserve the hammocks. You bring the, the nice cold drinks and uh, we'll see you there. So, if that's whetted your appetite, have a look on the Disney Cruise Line website and see if you'd like to make that trip. So, bye for now. Oh, thank you, Kath, for another great rundown. Uh, it sounds absolutely wonderful, Castaway Key. So, yeah, it's something I'm sure a lot of people will be looking up now to see how it goes. You haven't heard the last of Kath, because Kath is also going to be a big part of the oh, the Orlando Info Pod. People keep saying I've missed the zone out, but I haven't, because it was chosen specifically because it's going to be open to lots of different groups. And it, although it's run by us, it's going to be uh, more of an Orlando podcast than a group podcast. So uh, we're looking forward to getting lots of groups involved with that, especially now we found that using Skype, we can have guest speakers and conversations. So we're hoping to get maybe some of the bosses and admin over on it's orlando time to join in some of our chats are for the podcast and also lots of other groups if we can get them involved too that would be great right we have one more talky clip to come up very shortly
You are listening to the Orlando InfoZone radio show. The best station for Orlando information. Your vacation starts here. So what I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you? You're welcome. What? No, no, no. I, I didn't. I wasn't. Why would I ever say <laughs> okay, that? I, okay. mean... <laughs> I see what's happening, yeah. You're face to face with greatness and it's strange. You don't even know how you feel. It's adorable. Well, it's nice to see that humans never change. Open your eyes, let's begin. Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in. I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod. When you're staring at a demigod, what can I say except you're welcome? For the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky? When you were waddling, yay, hide this guy. When the nights got cold, who stole you fire from down below? <laughs> Looking at him, yo. Oh, also I lasso the sun. You're welcome to stretch your days and bring you fun. Also, I harness the breeze. You're welcome to fill your sails and shake your trees. So what can I say except you're welcome for the islands I pulled from the sea. There's no need to pray, it's okay, you're welcome. Ha. I guess it's just my way of being me. You're welcome, you're welcome. Well, come to think of it, kid, honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed an eel, I buried its guts. Sprouted a tree, now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What does it take away? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been, I make everything happen. Look at that, me, mini Maui, just look at that. It's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. welcome. Well, come to think of it, I gotta go. Hey, Hey, it's okay to say you're welcome. welcome. Cause I'm gonna need that boat. I'm sailing away, away. You're welcome. welcome. Cause Maui can do everything but float. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you. I love that bit at the end. And thank you! Which is what I'm saying to everybody who's contributed or helped out or been a part of or listened to all the episodes of the Orlando Infozone radio show. Right, I was trying to think of what way to finish our final show. And after a lot of thought, I thought... Our last clip should be the first clip that was ever put on the OIZ radio. And the first clip that was ever on OIZ radio was by a Mr. Paul Elwell. And he was telling us all about SeaWorld. So here's Paul Elwell with his SeaWorld report (coughs) from the very first episode of the show. 
Hello everyone, my name is Paul Elwell and welcome to my personal guide and thoughts for the Orlando Info Zones radio show. Today I'm going to give you guys a rundown of one of the many theme parks that Orlando has to offer. And today I'm going to be talking about one of my personal favourites, SeaWorld. This theme park is situated on SeaWorld Drive, believe it or not, which is just off the International Drive and is in an easy reach location and sits central to both Universal and the Disney Resorts. The park itself is approximately 200 acres in size and is adjacent to its sister sites of Aquatica and the lovely Discovery Cove. There is also Bush Gardens in Tampa that forms part of the same group. A bit of history first. SeaWorld first opened in Orlando on the 15th of December 1973 and it has just turned 44 years old. Happy birthday SeaWorld. Uh, SeaWorld's had a some bad press in the last few years and their visitor numbers are down but they still average around 4.4 million visitors a year which is a fantastic amount and it's always a quiet feel to the park even when you visit at busy times this includes the summer months and even christmas which we recently found out the draw to SeaWorld is changing and there are now some of the best roller coaster rides in orlando there with manta Kraken and the most recent white knuckle ride in Mako, which is one of the tallest and fastest rides in Orlando. There's also Journey to Atlantis, which com- combines a water ride with a roller coaster too and gives a fun edge to the ride, and you really don't expect what you're going to get at the end. There are other rides too, such as the Emperor of the Penguins, the Sky Tower and Wild Arctic, all giving a different spin, and do I mean spin, on adventures throughout the park. Turtle Trek 2, which is a 3D exhibit of the life and journey of sea turtles, all of which are personal favourites. New this year in 2018 will be Infinity Falls, another water ride with the world's tallest river rapid drop. Should be fun, but I would experience that before lunch. And sounds like you may need a fresh set of clothes as well as you will get soaked. But for me, the biggest draw to SeaWorld are the shows where they show off the animals to wonderful music and you get to see them perform. Although sometimes they may decide to have a break and just chill in the sunny conditions. But this is rare, but they eventually play along and treat some unbelievable experiences. The Dolphin Theatre is where you sit and watch the dolphins jump and turn and interact with their trainers, with a few other surprise wildlife thrown in there too. Set to a soundtrack, but for me the only downside there are the cheese grater style seats that make you want to stand up all the time. Very uncomfortable. In fact, those seat styles are all over the park. There's the Clyde and Seymour show where you go to high school to help them through their graduation and exams and enjoy the usual corny gags uh, with the sea lions and their friends. Look out for that walrus at the end too. Pets Ahoy is an indoor escape in an air-conditioned theatre where local rescue animals perform with their trainers in a heartwarming 20-minute show with cats, dogs, pigs, ducks and there's even an appearance from a skunk. All a lovely show and well worth the 20-minute chill in the air-conditioned room. Shamu Stadium is my ultimate favourite though and I could talk about this forever as you've probably found out from some of the blogs I did over the last few years. This is where you watch the killer whales perform uh, in the show One Ocean 
the soundtrack is amazing and I always shed a tear or two much to the embarrassment of the wife and children and I can tell you they are a little bit embarrassed with me but I just love the show overall it's a 30 minute experience One Ocean is where the orcas show off their skills and you even get soaked up to 22 rows uh, from the front if you are lucky enough to sit in those things we did it this year but we didn't get wet but never mind there's always next year it's amazing to see how high these huge creatures can jump out of the water and I could watch this show every day of the holidays. It is really that good. I don't think my family would be too pleased though and I don't think they'd let me get away with this either. But I'll, I, what I'd recommend for the One Ocean is you arrive early uh, because it's one of the main attractions of the park. There's a similar nighttime show there called Shamu Rocks uh, which is basically set to the same theme. But please go and watch and be in awe of those wonderful creatures. There are loads of other animal encounters too where you can get close up and even feed them. Pacific Point Reserve with the sea lions and seals. Dolphin Cove with the dolphins of course. A Stingray Lagoon. The Pelican Preserve. And there's even a Shamu underwater viewing area. There's a manatee experience and a shark encounter. But I wouldn't feed those. You Watch your fingers there. But you will never ever get so close to these animals in your life and you get to see them in such a wonderful environment. There are other places too of interest with a huge children's playground. There's the Nautilus Theatre with which hosts seasonal events and there's also a nighttime show uh, set over the lake uh, on those summer evenings which is a firework and laser show. Some of the best attractions in Orlando in my opinion with so many different styles it's just a great setting there's so much food to try we don't normally eat at the parks but we've also grazed there on a nice coffee and a pastry um, and oh that pet pretzel place well worth a visit trust me uh, you'll like that uh, we love the place that much that we're currently annual pass holders for SeaWorld and the bush with Aquatica included too I will say this, the annual pass there is an amazing value and it's only park, it is the only park that offers a discount at every shop, every restaurant, every drinks cart, everywhere you can possibly think of and even the SeaWorld shop at the airport gives you a discount too with your annual pass. I really think Disney and Universal could learn a trick or two from there. So don't believe everything you may have watched or read about SeaWorld, see it for yourself guys. And research how much fantastic work they do for the local and national wildlife in Florida. It's the first park on my list every trip we go to. Thanks for listening guys. And of course it is my opinion after all. Take care. Bye. Oh, thank you Mr Elwell. You were the debutant for OIZ Radio. You were the first clip on air. And can I say... Poor Paul is getting a little bit of stick in the chat room for sounding like a Hoover salesman. But he did do that to over 230 listeners. He can't have been that bad. There was 230 people listening to that. So, you know, take no notice, Paul. You did great on that. Right, that's it. We have reached the end of the show and the end of OIZ Radio. Once again, I just want to say a very, very big thank you to every single person who's contributed to the show. 
it's taken a lot of time and a lot of effort for people to record clips, uh, to do raffles during the early days and quizzes and there was prizes provided. There was a lot went into getting the show up and running and yeah, it's really, really been a blast for me. I've, I've enjoyed every second of it. Uh, yeah, it, when those listening figures dropped, it did get me down a little bit. But the actual content of the shows and the people contributing and the chat rooms, absolutely amazing. I have loved every second of it. And I want to thank those who have listened to the show at any time, whether it be in the early days or later on. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our efforts of trying to put a little informal radio show on. We do hope that you'll join us in the future podcasts uh, and you will let us know what you think of that and maybe contribute to that also. There'll be a lot of stuff on the podcast that is very similar to OIC Radio. We'll just be adding a little bit more to it. And we won't be on a time restriction the same way as we are when we go live. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you to everybody from whatever group you're from for being a part of OIC Radio. There's not a lot else I can say except thank you and... I do hope you continue to be a part of our Orlando adventure. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. I hate to leave you, but I really must say a good night. Sweetheart, good night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. I hate to leave you. I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well, it's three o'clock in the morning Baby, I just can't get right Well, I hate to leave you, baby I don't mean maybe Because I love you so Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you. I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night, mother. Oh, and your father. It if I stay here too long One kiss in the dark And I'll be going You know I hate to go <laughs>
Yes, that's it for OYZ Radio. It's all done and dusted. Thank you to everybody in the chat room who have been a part of the show and kept me company every single show. Much appreciated. It's not the end. It's just a transitional period. We will chat. We will have a chat room going somewhere at some stage. And we will hear the clips and hear your voices and get involved with everything. Right, from me, Peter Harper, for the last time on OIZ Radio. If you go into Orlando, have a great time whenever you go. And make sure you keep us all informed on your fun. Whatever you're doing in the future, stay safe, stay happy. And good night. God bless. Getting paid by the hour and older by the minute. My boss just pushed me over the limit. I'd like to call him something. I think I'll just call it a day. Pour me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. Lunch break is gonna take all afternoon and after night. Tomorrow morning, I know there'll be hell to pay. Hey, but that's alright. I ain't had a day off now in over a year. My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here. If the phone's for me, you can tell them I just sailed away. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere I'd say pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve, but I don't care 
I'm afraid to say so good night god bless and for the final time you are listening to the Orlando Info Zone radio show the best station for Orlando information your vacation starts here